This podcast is brought to you by Media8. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. Welcome to the My Business Podcast. I'm here today with somebody a little bit different. I've got Darren Hillsley with me, and he is from Bogan Bingo. Welcome to the show, Darren. Thanks for having me. Mate, I've done a lot of these podcasts and we've had real estate agents, um, business coaches, everything. Never had someone in an industry like yours. So explain to us. Never had a CEO again. A CEO (laughs) again. I've got a feeling that you've got all those kind of lines backed (laughs) up for us. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell us about Bogan Bingo. Give us the, the backstory. How long have you been operating and how did it all start? Um, oh, pretty fresh now, 18 years in. Yep. Uh, um, Must be doing something good. Yeah, yeah, something good. Got through, we've, we've gone through, uh, yeah, survived two recessions and a pandemic, so yep. we're still here. Um, so yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a, a cross between a, like a trivia night and a comedy night. Yep. Um, we started, uh, I started yeah, 2005, uh, living in Melbourne. Uh, my housemate was the like the band booker for a venue around the corner, so we're on pretty good terms to... Um, you know, we'd spend enough money there to get to know the <laughs> owner. Um, and I was doing a lot of marketing for the backpacking industry. Yep. Um, and that was off the back of me running a, a backpacker's bar up in Cairns. Yep. And so I had that for a couple of years. And I was just, when you own your own, run your own bar, you had to come up with seven different activities every night. There was no such thing as a weekend. So it was trivia night, karaoke night, open mic. Yep. All sorts of... Especially in an area like Cairns yeah, where it's, yeah. there isn't a weekend up no, there, is there? No, such thing. So, um, yeah, like cane toad raisers, like all sorts of crazy things. So um, always had that part of my brain ticking over and uh, got down to Melbourne and there was just trivia nights everywhere, pub poker nights. There was um, the Drag Queen bingo nights have been going on yep. at the institution. as a massive up here, um, bigger than Melbourne actually. And... Um, and so, yeah, I didn't know whether I wanted to get into music or comedy, so I sort of just, yeah, jammed so them all combine, together. Yeah, yeah combine them all. Threw it all together and um, started off doing disco bingo. Um, <laughs> we had a few good outfits ready to go for yep. that. Uh, and we did blingo, R&B bingo, and that was fun. Um, and then, yeah, we went, uh, someone mentioned, let's do bogan bingo. I was like, all right, and... Um, that's the one that's Less, stuck. That's stuck, yeah. Like the jokes just tripled and the music was, you know, a lot better and it's just it was just easy and the crowd just sort of the irony of doing it in a very upmarket um uh St Kilda, Elwood area. Yep. It's sort of our our Thursday night there becomes sort of iron irony irony and cultish at the same yep. time. Like yeah, it was an it's a bit of an institution there at the old lounge for about two and a half years. And um, yeah, it just just blossomed from there. Yeah, I, my my vision then was just to try and compete with the trivia nights and and get two or three pubs a, a week. And then I'm thought if I can do that, I can get off the dole and yep, um, and be a full time entertainer. That was the dream. Was it always a dream to be an entertainer? I think so. Yeah, because I'm guessing you're born with that kind of ability. A little bit. Yeah, I, I sort of look back and just can join dots now of people saying that about me without me really, yep. you know, I never wanted to be one. Um, it's always in hindsight, I think. I'm like, I'm just happy on stage with a beer in one hand and a, and a microphone in the other. 
Doesn't make doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't. No. Going to but work. I was never. I never had a dream. Uh, I got told I'd, I. I went to a psychic one time. I was twenty, thirty years ago, <laughs> and she said I'd get into comedy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She goes. Uh-huh. I remember. She goes. Yeah. You got a tongue like the devil, and you're. You know. You should be doing comedy. Well, and it's perfect. Yeah. So, much. He, so here we are, eighteen years later, when bogan bingo is all the rage. Yeah. It's in all states and territories in Australia. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Um, I've got, uh, yeah, very healthy shows ticking over in WA, Adelaide. We've just finished Adelaide Fringe yep. um, for about the 15th What a great year in a festival, row. the Adelaide Fringe That's Festival. Great. And it dodged COVID every time. Really? Like, yeah. I was down there four or five weeks ago when it was on, and I'd never seen it before, and all the street performers and yeah, it's all that kind of stuff was fantastic. I had a great time. Um, yeah, so we've got a team in Tassie. Uh, whenever an inquiry comes through, you know, um, I've got a great team down there. Um, and I think Darwin's about the only one if I get an inquiry from, I have to sort of, you know. Get inventive. Make a few calls yep. and, yeah, tell people, you remember that show you did for me about three years ago? Can you, you know, <laughs> do, Let's do another one. Yeah, I'll do it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're trying. Like, it was mainly just to keep the price down because like, we do a lot of fundraisers yep. and you don't want to be charging – people flights and accommodation yeah. and stuff like that so it's just you know um Try very early on i had to reduce the um the expectations of my own show being performed exactly the same the same way i wanted it um but for the sake of getting it out there you sort of have to give that up you know about probably apply the 80 20 rule there and so you go, do the performing yourself yeah yeah still yep. do it yep so any two of your shows the same or do you just let them kind nah, of take nah. the, take their own no, nah, man, if, if they were, I would probably still wouldn't be enjoying it after 18 years um, because it's we, – so there's a there's a script. Half of it's probably like a script of jokes and numbers and, yep. you know, innuendo and yep. stuff like that uh, and tributes. Um, and the other half is a lot of crowd interaction and, you know, with the air guitar competitions we have and we have, everyone dresses up now so there's like – we've got – Prizes for best dressed guy, yep. and we don't just hand them out. We get people to do a little catwalk and get a little bit competitive, have a bit of fun, have a bit of fun, and um, we get everyone to stand up, and then we ask some questions and get everyone to sit down as soon as they're not a bogan. You know, like that. we always get the last <laughs> five people up on stage. Yep. And we ask them a few more questions until there's one left standing, and so that create such a space for something to be different all the time yeah i love it yeah do you need anyone to come and work for you oh he's all the time yeah, especially well, here yeah we might have to talk later <laughs> on um what makes you do what you do what, what's the thing that every morning gets you excited about what's happening today um in in the space of of my company is to still grow the team like there's still so many people um haven't heard of the show, um, which is great. It'll just—I think—it'll just tick along forever. I think I don't know, because there's just a gap out there where people are sick of doing trivia nights every year. Um, they don't know what else to do. Um, by all means, book a, a comedy night and support local comedians and that. But then that, that could probably and should cost you three or four grand because you yep. know they you got to pay they, for these people. Yeah, that means their original material and yep. um, you know pay for a headliner and. Um, and everyone will have a good, great time. Uh, but, yeah, you've probably got to put a bit of money out there and, and charge 30, 40 bucks maybe per to, to do that. So um, we love providing a great night. Um, I love pr- 
providing entertainers and performers with regular income. Um, but we really love our clients, are the, those mums, husbands or wives that get stuck on the fundraising committee or the yep. social committee at work and they have to, you know, they have to or they want to um, provide a, a night for their community. And, and the website and everything that we do is set up for them to be so easy that they have fun as well, you know, and they're not running around selling raffle tickets and printing up posters. You know, we give them a 10-page manual and the first thing we say is build your team. Yep. You know, send out the save of the date. We've got all the artwork done. They just download it from the website. And all you have to do is provide six prizes at a table. Yep. We'll bring the rest, you know. And our focus from then is, you know, We'll call you three weeks out from the show, check on the numbers, tell you it's all right. You know, like ticket sales for a, a fundraiser, like a bathtub curve, yep. they're really high at the start and really high at the end. And in the middle is just pain and anxiety. Yep. You know, anxiety, like, I can yeah. imagine, for the fundraisers. It would yeah, be. yeah, it's, it's horrible time sometimes, you know. Yeah. Like we, we call them and they're just, you know, if it's got to be them, it's got to be them, but it has to be somebody. Um, and so we like supporting them and, Making it easy and holding the hand through that process, I guess. Yeah, without just saying that we are the event organisers, yep. we have to find a nice way to say, no, you're <laughs> this is your right. gig. We're just the band. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, with the tools and the websites, it's, it's all designed to support them from the start, yeah. So it's all about um, that customer experience, I guess, on the night. Yeah. So well, And then the funny thing is we've got two different types of customers. We've got the client who has booked us um, and we support them from – the quote to say, look, we know you've got to get this to a committee. Yep. You know, you're not going to give us the money, but you've got to pass it through six people that probably never even heard of the show. So we've got to armor you with the tools and make it a fun experience for you to go to this meeting and say, can we please not do a trivia night? You know, That's right. uh, you know, um, and then we've got the customers on the night, which is our audience. And, um, you know, as the CEO, I've got my, um, uh, focus on how do I get these um, drunken idiots on a Saturday night having the best night of their life? How do I get them talking about it on Sunday? And how do they? How do I get them jumping on the website on Monday? And that's that's and the initiating that next booking for you. Yeah, because they've got to tell people. And um, what we found is with this product is seeing is believing, and we can't just throw money into TV and radio if no, if no one's seen it. You know, that's so right. we've got to really work on that audience being our sales force. 30 years ago, I reckon it was, maybe even, you know, about 30 years ago, I was just part of a football club that did a fundraiser and they told us to bring our partners to the night mm. and it was a bloody Tupperware party. Oh. <laughs> right, and I'm thinking here right now as I'm sitting here with wow. you thinking, how much better would Bogan Bingo have been? <laughs> exactly. This would have been so much better. Oh, man. Never yeah. felt so hoodwinked in my whole life. Wow. It's terrible. It's still there. It's still there. It's still right. burning, still burning in my head, whereas, you know, hopefully if I had have done Bogan Bingo, we might have... Yeah, been to our third. Well, we do. Yeah, month. we leave an impression. Actually, I was at. Uh, it was only two days ago. I was at the Bendigo Bank. Um, uh, had to go into the branch and uh, close down just this account I hadn't used for a long time. And so, so she's like, she's on the phone, and there's two tellers there, and she's like, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, Bogan, Bogan Bingo. And I'm just like, yeah, yes, Bogan <laughs> Bingo. And um, you know, it's ten o'clock in the morning. Yep. I'm like, it sounds weird, but the guy next to her goes. Oh, Bogan Bingo. I did that at the footy club. It's the best <laughs> night of my life. <laughs> Brilliant. Whereabouts was that? In Queensland or in? Yeah, yeah, Mudgery Bar Showgrounds. He said yep. um, LJ Hooker put it on for him. Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. That must be a great feeling, though, when people 
obviously he was excited to mention it. Otherwise, he wouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mentioned yeah. It, but yeah, you've obviously left an impression on does. that person. Yeah, it does because we we there's so many moments that the crowd get involved with and get to own. Yeah. You know? Um, and they it's it's one of the best team building things you can do. Really is. Because yeah, I saw get everyone in that space where they lose themselves. Yeah, but they're not losing themselves because they're, they're blind drunk. They're they're just slowly letting themselves go. Letting yeah, themselves because of the music and the opportunity and yeah. Because your website explains that you use music and jokes yeah. and, and comedy through the night. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about the music. What what kind of music do you use? Um. Oh, look, it's it can be anything from the eighty, like Guns and Roses and Bon Jovi and. You know, we, we actually steer clear away from it, making it too Aussie-centric. Yep. Um, basically, we, we just know if we keep the ladies happy, the men's will be happy. Yep. <laughs> so That's true. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we just um, can Spotify anything, really, from 80s and 90s anthem. I guess do you, um, you tend to go with the flow of the crowd again, like if the crowd is enjoying one particular type of music? or Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, for example, we, we can have a very concerned client person say look can you just not go too bogan and you know just keep yeah. it down and, and on their website you can select three different levels uh, yeah okay so you can have the um the mild version you know um so that gives you an idea i guess of what, yeah, what kind yeah. of crowd they want to yeah so you can have to. you can have the mild version you can have the um the or the drunken sailor version <laughs> <laughs> that's what they can to choose i think this office would need the drunken sailor yeah version. yeah um yeah or the other one is yeah just PC, please, otherwise I'll lose my job. So, <laughs> so we sort of give them that permission to, to say that. But then we make sure that we play um, the angels that might ever going to see your face again Yep. Um, before after the show. Winner. Yeah, after about 45 minutes yep. it will get played. And then, you know, you've got this client who's telling us not to swear and then you've got 80 people going, no way. <laughs> and we're like, it. we're done, we're fine. Yep. Yeah. So we've, we've got these ways of sort of – you know, reading the spell and the gas in the room. Yeah, I love it. Um, and that song's like the canary you put down the mine. <laughs> you um, you mentioned team building before, team building yeah. exercises, and I saw on your website that you've worked with a lot of businesses, yeah. some very large businesses. So you go in there and it's just part of their team building. Yeah, yeah we've done a lot of um, football clubs. I'm based in Melbourne. I can just recall like we've done, done the AFL, we've done yep. Cricket Australia, uh, we've done the Essendon Football Club. Um and yeah, it's all it's all the office people, the behind yep. the scenes people that you know need to have a good time, um, and yeah, they, they know they've got their calendar of events where there's probably other types of entertainment they'll do, yep. and then there's always you know it's that's that classic end of financial quarter awards night. A lot of travel agencies yep. will book us to then sell their product to flight center and. So you guys, you know, have some fun and then we can – we play music while the, all the monthly awards get handed out and sit back and wait for us to do our thing, yeah. Because I recently did a podcast with a HR business where her job is to um, assist small businesses with their, their people and culture kind of stuff. Yeah. And she was talking very much around the side of having to – you know, you have to um, – when you're giving praise to your stuff, you have to provide them with a little bit of something. This sounds like the perfect kind of reward for a group, for a team. Yeah. Um, to let their hair down a little bit, have yeah. a few beers on a Friday night or whatever it is, and yeah, and really get into it. Yeah, and it, it hasn't changed. It hasn't gotten worse with political correctness or anything. It's, um, I mean, we'll never know of the shows that we miss out on because yep. of that. 
Um, but all I've got is, you know, statistics and KPIs and everything. Like everything's pretty healthy. Like it's back to 2019 with a bullet, so that's good. People are, um, you know, the landscape hasn't, you know, gone to the dogs. No, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. No. COVID um, would have been hard for you. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely shut down. And yeah, worst I was in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, luckily, though, I had a um, the birth of my first and only child oh, at the same time. Yeah. So, and after 15 years, it was probably 2020 was yeah. a year off for me. Um, probably came at a good time then for you to recharge. Well, yeah, my, my daughter was born um, January 6th, so just uh, at the start of the bushfires and yep. then straight into COVID. Straight into COVID. Um, so, it was it's a It's a time, time you'll never forget. Yeah. For so many different reasons. Exactly, yeah. It would be a beautiful time to tell her about. Um, and... 21 was, yeah, frustrating, um, but, yeah, we're all in that boat. And then um, last year was just a little bit more frustrating. Different. It was a very stop-start, yeah. yeah. But we're just managing refunds and... Yeah, it makes it hard. Postponements. Yeah. It was just our terms and conditions were, like, version 2033, <laughs> you know, like, there's yep. so many adjustments. Yeah. Um, but on the whole, everyone was great with um, pausing and not asking for money back. So, in your business, what what's the thing that you'd need the most help with? Um, it, social media is, is the hardest one. We've gotten away with it for a while because our target market is probably at the older end um, and the, the, the last ones to be using Facebook, I'd say. Yep. So, we've been quite relaxed with with that. And we'll never know how many people are taking photos. You know, like all the photos get taken as, you know, you can imagine a hundred of your mates all showing up dressed as bogans. And yep. Before we even start, they're all taking photos of each other and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I make sure that the banners are out there for people to stand in front of and staff are always wearing uniforms. So when photos do get taken, it can be seen that they're at a Bogan Bingo show. I'm, we're not asking anyone to hashtag this and hashtag yep. that. Well, we don't care. Um, and then because social media, after 18 years, social media started happening in the middle of a lot of my performers. So getting them to do something like social media is like asking something extra, yep. you know. Um, whereas new performers coming in, it's just normal for them. It's in their contract to take at least one one photo yep. of the show. So it's ever-changing. Like if they all did it, they're all taking the same photo because it's a two-man show and we're just doing a selfie and I'm like, all right, guys, now they're all looking the same. You know, like how to, so I'm trying to train people to say, look, just pick one thing that's unique about your event. Or if you're doing a three-hour road trip, just stop and get a photo taken in front of the town. Yep. So it shows us that we will travel far. We don't, right, I yeah. don't need the same photo of, you know, people doing air guitar champs yep. and Because that's, that's part of the experience. You don't need to give that yeah. experience away. Yeah. So it's, and it's a bit of, a, it can be a bit of a fallacy as well, like, the jury's still out on how much money you make from social media, like yep. pouring into it. It's, it's. Um, I haven't spent much. No, it is a great unknown, isn't it, for a lot of businesses? Yeah, and a social media company will say, "We can do this, we can do that, we can do this," and yep. you're like, "Well, I know you've got the facilities to do it, but can you? Does it actually? Can you tell my mate in Perth to actually do it? <laughs> like yeah. that's that's me. That's and it's that's more psychology than social media. It's true." Mm. Now, I'm guessing you've seen a few crazy things at um, Bogan Bingo. I have, yeah. Anything stick out? This has just been me. Like, there's about 50. Or is it you the craziest <laughs> thing you've seen? <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, 
but you know, God, you could ask, you know, what my sense, like I know listeners would be hearing, oh, I must know the craziest things because, yep. but I've got 20 other performers out there that have done it for 18 years and I don't even know what the hell they've seen. Um, but it's just a funny, people like to compete even before they, everyone wins something. Yep. But after maybe about three beers and, you know, <laughs> the energy, like yep. when there's a game, there's something to be won. People just go nuts, and um, it was it was last year. Have you? Um, not a lot of people up here have heard of the the Denny Ute Master. Do you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, I'm from Victoria myself. Yeah, so. it's a, it gets lost anywhere north of Sydney. People yep. get a bit vague about the biggest Ute Master in in Australia. And you guys were at that. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. This second, we were on it before COVID. We yep. were in a little tent, and it just it was great, like a circus tent. Yep. And awesome. for your listeners, the Denny Master is the biggest bogan event. It's like a <laughs> BNS ball on steroids. Shannon really. Knowles there every year. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's turned into a massive concert, and um, it used to be just a celebration for the t- town of Deniliquin in the Riverina to um, try and boost the um, people coming through their town. So yeah. they thought they'd break a world record of how many Utes could they get to a paddock. So twenty-one years later, now it's, it's a massive. It's one of the biggest events in Australia. And so now they do so many things around it as well. So, yeah, first year was great. We are in this sort of packed out circus tent and we were crowd surfing and all sorts of things <laughs> during the day. And uh, and then they were going to book us and then COVID hit. So we missed out on two years. And last year we were on the big stage. Oh, wow. Massive, biggest stage we've ever been. Really? And um, this is like going to be in front of about 4,000 people, you know, and we were talking about how we're going to get – Texas and cars out to you know so many people, and um, so anyway that was that was easy that was that was fun and um, and then comes up to the air guitar competition, <laughs> and you know we always provide inflatable guitars like because yeah. you know you need something a bit tangible it is still technically they've got air in them so it's an air That's guitar competition enough, yeah. um, so. We sort of flag it that, you know, when the next song comes on, like Sweet Child of Mine, when we say three and nine, Sweet Child of Mine, the song will come on. And then that's the cue for, you know, the first five, six people to come up and grab these guitars and we'll walk his back. You had to, we had security guards walk them all around up to the stage and, you know, they, right. then they get their 30-second solo. But anyway, these bunch of people storm the stage and they're rocking out and, you know, there's, we only had five or six guitars, but there was about eight or ten. <laughs> and there's this sort of fat tubby kid there rocking out and just going nuts. But he's, he d- didn't bring his own guitar. He bought an inflatable sex doll oh, <laughs> to, <no>. play, <laughs> to play as his guitar. And how old was this? He's about 13. Yeah, you okay. can tell. I know. Only in Denny. Only in Denny. And, um, and so everyone, like the song finishes and we've got to pick three or four people and we're like, we leave him to last. And I'm like, you, mate, come on, you're up. And everyone's like, yeah. And uh, and he was just, there's something about it. He was switched on. Like yep. he, was, he just knew. He had his point of difference. He knew he wanted to get up on that stage, you know. And I'm like, who wouldn't? It's the Danny Unimaster. That's right. That's massive. And um, so they all have to come around the back to the stage. This is like, for me, it's, it's this is our Wembley Stadium. This yep. is, you know, this is our Freddie Mercury moment. <laughs> and uh, and so I'm loving it. And um, and so anyway, it comes up to his turn. Like the two two people went out there first and had their go and, you know, they're pretty good. And this, I turn around, this kid, like he's already 
ready to go. Yep. But now he's taking his shirt off. Oh, no. He's got gumboots up to his shit. This is brilliant. <laughs> and I come out here, buddy. And what's your name? And he, I can't remember his name. But I'm like, all right, take it away. And uh, I think Lindsay played Enter Sandman or something. Yeah. But... I've never seen a 13-year-old kid play a guitar with a sex doll around his shoulders and absolutely slay the crowd. And just, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say a nail it, but um, <laughs> anyway, like, um, he absolutely killed it. Like he just had everyone in stitches, and he was. Did just, he win? Yeah, he won. Oh, Easy. cool. Yeah, because you you got to you got to encourage that kind of creativity, don't you? I know. I haven't been able to tell that story. I wanted to post it, but the way it read, it was just like. People were going to ask too many questions. Like, you know, you can't oh, I wanted, I wanted to ask questions. <laughs> I, I could see how exciting the story was for you. So I, would, yeah. go. I was like, where is this guy's parents? You know, but they're in the crowd cheering him on. And I'm like, that's my boy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine my mum having been being too excited if that was uh, me. Yeah. I put it on TikTok. But we, haven't, we haven't really launched too much TikTok there, but I did. That was one of the first ones we put up there. Maybe I can get you guys to um, share the, the footage to go with the story. Yeah, we'll find, we'll find a way to do that. That's That's easy. Yeah. Um, you've absolutely blown me away with that one because that's that's just brilliant. What's next for Bogan Bingo? Um, well, I think after that gig, we we really wanted to do it because every year they have a blues uh, blue singlet count as well, yep. where they get um, everyone together during the day to break the world Guinness Book of Records for um, how many singlets they can get together. And the record was yeah about four thousand. And every year they'd just get some cow cocky of an auctioneer to get on stage and go, G'day, all right, you know. Um, we've got about 20 minutes before we finish the counting, you know, and, and like that's all they did. So that morning I rang the organiser and said, look, do you want us to help? Because we're on, we've got to do the sound check anyway because we're on straight after it. And they're like, oh, that'd be great if you can. And I'm like, sweet. So, I mean, Lindsay plugged in the DJ. Got, we got the music going. And I'm just with this guy and it's just like good cop, bad cop. And, you know, like the, the line was going all the way back to the, the tents to um, do the number count. Yep. And I'm like, oh, it looks like Lindsay's mum's divorce has come through. All the guys <laughs> are lining up there. And, <laughs> and, and I'm like, this is the biggest stage um, we've ever been on, Lindsay. And Lindsay's like, yeah. I'm like, apart from that stage you went through where you're questioning your sexuality. <laughs> but, you know, and we're just like having so much fun. Yep. And Lindsay's playing music. We've got 4,000 people doing the YMCA and singing all sorts of things and that's and we just turned into a massive party. That's and bucket list moment, isn't it? Oh, it was great. It was amazing. You know, and we're just kicking beach balls around. But, you know, after 20, 18 years of getting crowds to do what we want them to do, we've just doing bingo calls, like yeah. legs 11, yeah. you know, and then, you know, it builds up to get them to do all sorts of stuff. Like getting 4,000 people to do exactly what I wanted them to do and off the cuff and just making it all up on the run. It was the biggest rush. It was awesome. And to answer your question, that's, that's where I'd love us to keep going with providing, you know, emceeing festivals or, you know, just getting on stage and just playing music in between, you know, at events and adding that element of craftsmanship that, you know, our, we've been able to Been able to, to provide. Do. Yeah, yeah, provide, yeah. That's sort of our, our 10,000 hours of, you know, um, Crowd, crowd involvement, like, yeah, maybe at games of football or coming out and doing, you know, finding ways to engage audiences but extend that to crowds and arenas. You've got me. Yeah. I'm I'm really... I can do it. Easy. Yeah, yeah I, I know you can do it because uh, I, the energy is like 
Yeah. I think my dream it. would be, yeah, Brisbane Olympics, coming up with something that could get everyone. I've already got ideas for it. Well, <laughs> you know. I am your man. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be talking. All right. Um, okay, look, I can't believe how quickly time flies when you right. when you literally are having so much fun. You'll have to have me back. I will. I'll have you back <laughs> anytime. Boganbingo.com is where we go to if we want to get a quote and talk to you about um, hosting an event. Yeah. We should probably do it. Yeah, we'll start our own um, podcast soon, I think, of just doing the the weekly roundup of the shenanigans that go on. <laughs> well, <laughs> would, uh, yeah. I don't think it'd be hard. No, like, it um, I, I have a couple of different hats that I wear and I definitely mm. can uh, provide a little bit of input into that as well. Yeah, that'd be great. But, um, yeah, look, boganbingo.com, get on there because, um, honestly, if you are having a fundraiser or anything like that or, you know, you just want something for a team-building exercise, this is the way to... Um, to get everyone engaged in something that will let them um, just lose themselves for a little bit. Yeah, and if you're in the southeast Queensland, yep. you can get myself doing the show. It'd be like getting Colonel Sanders to cook your you get the main man. Chips. Exactly, you will. This is ridiculous. Get on board, Darren. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. I will definitely love to have you come back one day, and we'll do something together. Um, right. And everyone, get on board, Bogan Bingo. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast brought to you by Media 8 on the Podfire platform. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.